Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast episode number 18. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Patrick's already turning me down. I can see it. Uh, At least he's not turning you on. Oh, well, it's a little bit of both. Uh, To my right, as always, uh, is our friend Gregory Gale. The movie guy. The movie guy. You also did the... The, the right hand thing just to make sure just I, to make did sure. Use my, I did use my hand as opposed to my feet we're grateful for that just, yep wow uh, and uh, across the table from me as usual is the uh, is Patrick hey everybody who is burnt out I am wiped out guys I am I am Josh do we want to take bets on when Patrick's going to fall asleep on the podcast tonight? <laughs> I mean I hope nobody falls asleep on the podcast you know that's just I mean I know the energy's kind of low but you know it's the weirdest thing you know like I, I get up really early I go out and start doing all that work crap and then I get home and for some reason I'm just super wired and I can't get to sleep till like one o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning uh, I hate that but you're because, tired all day but you're tired all day yeah, yeah. yeah. know exactly how it goes yep. Um, so yeah, we got uh, quite a few things to talk about tonight, so we should maybe fire them off and get started. As usual, we are going to start with, what have we been watching? Who wants to start? I will start because I probably have the fewest. Cool. I uh, haven't really had much time to watch anything, but like I said, in those hours where after I come home 10 o'clock to <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning, I usually uh, flip over to Netflix or Hulu, and I uh, I just finished um, Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. How was that? I really enjoyed it. I want to watch bit, that. Quite a bit. Um, it deserved every Emmy it got. Is that like dark is it horror or it's it's not horror but it is definitely dark okay i mean it's based on the based on the book um and i don't know if you ever saw the original movie with uh, robert duvall <laughs> and um it, i thought that was pretty twisted when i saw that one i've never read the book but it's basically it takes place in the future when uh the religious right has taken over the nation and have basically put women in their place that women have no rights yeah. uh but also something has happened that has made women uh pretty much sterile so hmm. the handmaids are women who are able to have children and hmm. they are uh that should be fun they are basically whored out cool now so I think I'll check that out. But all, like cup of tea. Yeah, but all on the base of religion. So, um, and then the other thing is just it's playing in the background. Uh, but I, it always makes me laugh is the office. Oh yeah, yeah. As in the Michael Scott office. The Michael Scott office. You I know, fucking love that show. And but you know what? I I, I really I I've got to say that the British version is just as funny. It's, I've tried to watch the British version, <laughs> yeah. and I. I need to like sit down and just force myself because the first episode is just it's rough for me to get through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why. I'm not a big fan of British humor. Yeah. I don't understand it at all. It's, I just don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Think, it's so dry. Yeah. I think that uh, with the American version, I think uh, uh, the guy who plays Michael Scott. Oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell, thank you. My brain is not going to work at all tonight, cool. guys, so you're going to have to help me out. <laughs> um, 
I think Steve Carell does a really, really good job of making you feel uncomfortable. But Ricky Gervais is the master mm-hmm. at making you feel uncomfortable with the things he does and okay. says and that. So now that, if you can get past the first one. That first episode is pretty much shot for shot, joke for joke. Like, yes. the exact that part I do remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, yes. Yeah. And they and they do take things later on, bits <coughs> and pieces there. I mean, because the, the 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 UK office, that was only what, maybe 18 episodes at the most because oh, they only really? did two seasons yeah. of it. And their seasons are like nine shows, eight shows, mm. something like that. So they <laughs> so they had two seasons and then they did uh, the Christmas follow-up, mm-hmm. which was really cool because things happen. But then like this, pa- uh, this past year, Ricky Gervais uh, filmed where his character is now 10 years after. Hmm. Did he ever? Um, oh, was that the one where he's like a rock star now, or he's yeah. doing like music, well, he's, he's trying a musical? To, yeah. Okay, yeah. I did. I hadn't watched it, but I've seen. Yeah. Uh, this the synopsis of it. Yeah. Did Ricky Gervais ever cameo and come over to the American version? He did. Of did in the final episode or final episode or the? No, 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 no. It was close to the end because people were wondering if he was going to mm-hmm. take over for. Oh, it was when Michael Scott left. He was when he's getting ready to leave because there's That's a scene right. at the very beginning yeah. where he bumps into Ricky Gervais on an elevator. And they go back and forth with their mm-hmm. characters and their awkward comedic stuff. Yeah. And then um, Ricky Gervais, I think his name is David Brent, yeah. uh, asked him, hey, you got any you got any openings? And Michael Scott has to turn him down. That's kind of cool, though. Which it was kind of a, it was a neat little nod yeah. how they did that. So, And I, I so much more wish they would have brought Ricky Gervais in more than Will Ferrell. Because Will Ferrell, I, was just, right. I wanted to deck him in the yeah. fucking face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, when 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 uh, <clears throat> Steve Carell left the show, I think that they knew it was going. That it was it was done. It was I had ending. I had called when they said yeah. When Steve Carell made his exit <laughs> announcement, I knew that it was it was going to be one or two more seasons, and that they were going to be nothing compared to what they were. And right. That seventh or that eighth season was just atrocious. And Dwight never got his spinoff. He was supposed to. They were in negotiations for a spinoff for Dwight Schrute. That's Rain Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah. He went on though to do. He's done like quite he's a bit. yeah. He's been he's busy. done movies and stuff yeah. like that. Um, they did. I think they <clears throat> test piloted, test tested the pilot in the actual office series. The where his not his grandmother, his aunt dies, and um, she wills them her farm. I don't know if you remember. It was like one of the last few episodes of the So it was the in addition season. to the beet farm they already had. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was like three times the size of the beet farm that they had. Right. That was supposed to be the the pilot episode of what was going to be called The Farm. Oh, okay. Where you meet Dwight's brother, his sister, his nephew. And um, yeah, it's, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I think it would have done well for maybe one or two seasons, but maybe it was for the best that they put the kibosh on it. Yeah. So that's pretty much for me. Those two shows, uh, also maybe a couple episodes of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I'm gonna get, I'm gonna try to get through. I have five, but I'll try to get through them really quick. Um, are we doing roundtable, or are we just gonna go through them really quick? Well, Patrick went through them, so it would be kind of weird to bunk tradition. Yeah, that's true. So you guys um, can do whatever you want. I'm gonna well, take well, it. Let's out. go back and forth, Greg. Patrick's asleep. I win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Back, okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna start with a movie that is not horror because uh, I've been trying to consume less horror this month for. Next month. Um, so there's a movie on Amazon Prime that I've seen before, but I really, really love it. It's super indie. It's called Good Dick. And it's got Jason Ritter and 
Mariana Polka in it, and she is the writer and director and the star of this movie. And we all know Josh loves good dick. Yes, I do. It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. So it's about a girl that's a super shy, like introverted girl that goes into a old school like rental, uh, like video rental store, and she only rents um, erotic videos. And Jason Ritter plays the store clerk, who kind of becomes like semi like obsessed with her, and uh, like kind of finds a way to like make his way into her apartment and into her life. And not where I thought you were going with that. She's got like dad issues. Like she like she doesn't hate dude like guys, but like she doesn't trust guys. And so Jason Ritter's trying to like his character's trying to get her to like kind of <laughs> this is sound really bad. I'm gonna get smacked in the face for this one. Uh, she's trying to get her to kind of open up to the idea of uh gonna get smacked of, in the face with some good dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's a, I, I recommend checking out the movie. It's really good. It's again, it's not horror. It's like, uh, comedy drama, probably more drama. And, uh, it's, it's super good. So is um, Patrick's looking at a picture of Jason Ritter. Is he any relation to the late great? It's his son. Really? John Ritter's son. That's, Excellent. And that's exactly well, why I was like looking at I was going to say, I'm and looking at the he, top picture. I was like, that's John Ritter. You it, can totally see it in the eyes. Yeah. You can see it. He looks just like him. You can see it in the way he acts. You can see it in the way a lot of his like uh, mannerisms and stuff. It's John Ritter. I'm going to make a proclamation, a guesstimation, a something-imation. Jason Ritter plays the John Ritter part in the second chapter of It. That would be kind of a cool That'd be interesting. Thing. Yeah. That'd be kind of a cool idea. Just I, saying. <clears throat> he does a lot of like offbeat indie yeah. comedy stuff. So, but that'd be a cool idea. It'd be kind of a cool thing to see. <clears throat> I just side note on that. I saw that uh, there was an article where they were, t- they were in talks of who <clears throat> they were going to cast as Beverly and they said Jessica Chastain. Which I thought, oh yay! Uh, I'm, I'm okay would, with that. I would be okay with that as well. There's a girl, and I don't know if that's her or not. I don't know. I don't remember her name, but Andy uh, Machete has worked with that. Who he worked with in? Uh, she was in. Oh god damn it! Um, it's another horror film he did a, a few years back. Uh. God damn it, I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, she was in that, and he enjoyed working with her in that, so I think... Jessica Chastain? Um, uh, he might, she might be coming back to play Beverly <clears throat> in it. I'm going to look it up while you're talking, and okay. I'll probably interrupt you. That's okay, that's okay. So, I have tried to get a little bit more... Um, into watching stuff. The last couple of weeks have been rough with me editing some things and schoolwork and just life. Life gets kind of in the way, which is <clears> ridiculous. <throat> so I finally finished season five of Orange is the New Black. Terrible. 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 I will have to agree that I was disappointed with this season. It was not anywhere what it needed to be. Mama. She was in Mama. And oh, there you go. Chest stain, yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Oh. Um, sorry. It just no, I did not have the same oomph and pizzazz that the uh, the first four 
seasons had. I just felt like this one was kind of, uh, oh, we're just going to go hang around the prison. The inmates run the prison. Whoop-de-doo, la-dee-da, zip that <laughs> and the other thing. Here's a couple weird things that happen. And then the end was just dumb. So, yeah, not not overly a fan. <clears throat> go. Um, I'm going to burn through my last four really quick because they're all rewatches, <laughs> and I've talked about them before. Okay. So um, I checked out uh, Rewatch Green Inferno. Love that movie, uh, Eli Roth. Um, mm-hmm. Dig that movie a lot. Um, I watched uh, 1988's Pumpkinhead, which I discovered that on VHS when I was a kid and could not make it through the movie because there's this old woman in there that's just fucking terrifying. And I have not tried to watch it since I was a kid. And I saw it when I was going through Amazon Prime the other day. And I stopped and I was like, all right, I'm going to fire it off and, and give it a shot. And it's not great, but I watched all the way through. And um, <clears throat> that old woman is still pretty terrifying. Um, rewatched Baskin, which I had not made it through the first time mm-hmm. because that movie is just really rough to watch. The first half is better than the second half. Um, is it is it rough to watch because <clears throat> it's like gross, gory rough to watch? Or is it like yeah. bad story? Like I, no. Trying no. to force myself to watch this. So to watch. it's these cops that are on like the late shift of their um, patrol or whatever, and they get uh, they get a call to come out uh, to help with something going on, mm-hmm. and that call leads them to this like building, and this building uh, has a stairway, basically to hell. So the first half of the movie is them like sitting around in this diner and it goes kind of back and forth and then they go out to answer this call and the second half of the movie is their descent into hell and then the movie becomes like Hellraiser and it's all this weird like just weird foreign shit that just goes on and it's just like gross to watch and it's not like gory gross it just makes you feel like you need to take Gross. a shower. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued. So, I mean, try to get through it, man. You should tr- give it a shot for the 31 days. It, yeah. Uh, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, so you can kind of back me up a little bit on this. Yeah, just, I mean, it, it, it definitely <clears throat> takes a dark turn halfway through there yeah, and mm-hmm. into the wor- world of just bizarre. Yeah. Because it's, it's like this cult thing going on but it goes beyond that it's just and then the ending of it is just weird dude don't ruin i will watch it don't not ruin it i'm not gonna give you the ending no it's just and then they throw water on the witch and she melts yeah and then you discover they're in basket on so is is it kind of like the void but like better no it's weirder it's i think it's weirder than really yeah that's saying a lot um okay it's just not like I don't know. It's I'm just, intrigued. You watch it. It's. I'm intrigued. It's not even. It's not even that long of a watch. It's pretty easy to like, time wise to get through it. Mm-hmm. It's that you get to that back. Half. I think the fir- the front half is way better than the back half. Um, that back half is just. Ugh, it's kind of like two different people wrote it. Yeah, it okay. really is. Yeah, it really is. One person wrote the front half, and the other person wrote but the back. That's half. kind of the way it feels. <laughs> the, yeah. From the the back <clears throat> person was like, "How can I fuck with this?" Yeah. Um. So that's that, uh, Baskin. And then the last movie I watched was, um, uh, there's a filmmaker in Omaha. His name is Daniel Eiske. He does uh, something called The Dead Hour. Mm-hmm. But a few years back, he wrote uh, 
a film. His title was The Wretched. Um, they it got distribution and picked up. It was at Redbox for a while, um, and now it's called Fields of the Dead, and that's on Amazon Prime. Hmm. So I was flipping through when I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pull the trigger on a local filmmaker and Michelle Shroggy's in it, who we worked with for Remission. Oh, nice. And this guy named Mark Booker is in it who auditioned for Remission and he was intimidating as shit so we didn't cast him because he scared us. So, because uh, he's asking all these like high-end professional like questions and we were just like, we live in Nebraska, dude. So, this is <laughs> not calm, LA. Calm down, yeah. calm down. So, um, but he's in it uh, and they're kind of the two, it's an ensemble film but they're kind of the two like leads um it's not great it's not terrible it's very predictable and it's very um yeah so there's like nothing really new in it but uh i would check that out i would check out i go to the dead hour if you uh, google the dead hour go to deadhour.com his uh dead hour series is fantastic okay so i would check that stuff out nice and that's the last one I think on my list. Okay. Um, I watched <clears throat> yesterday a movie called The Shack. I don't know if you guys have heard of it at all. Silence. Probably not. It is a religious-based film. Uh, Sam Worthington, Raja Mitchell is in it, Octavia Spencer. Um, I think those are the only bigger names in it. Uh, our church is doing a uh, Bible study on this movie and so they had wanted to play the movie before we did the the Bible study and so I was there yesterday to run the audiovisual and uh, was very impressed by this movie um, it'll probably mean more to you if you if you have a little bit more of a religious background I guess but it still does tug at your heartstrings so a uh, really good movie um, last night Emily and I started watching season three of Fuller House Oh, so disappointed in you. <laughs> uh, sorry. Why? It's just, do you watch that for nostalgia reasons, or do you watch that because you're interested in Fuller House? Yes. <laughs> I, I watched the first season for nostalgic reasons, um, because it's kind of cool to see them all get back together. I never anticipated this would go three seasons. Yeah. However, it is Netflix, which means they can kind of do what they want, so I feel this is going to go like four or five. Yeah. Season three was a little rough. Is it getting bad? It's pretty bad. Now, did um, <clears throat> the three males, did John Stamos mm-hmm. and Joey and Danny <laughs> all come back? Everybody came back except for the Olsen twins. Okay. And they may have made the smartest decision out of all. And they've all stayed <laughs> through all three seasons so They've far? made appearances. Like, the, the premise of Fuller House is it removes uh, John Stamos, Bob Saget, and uh, Dave Coulier's character out of the limelight. So they make appearances back and forth. Yeah, like they'll yeah. jump in and make little cameo appearances. I okay. Cameo. Uh, but it's more based now on uh, Candace Cameron Bure, uh, Jody Sweeten, and Kimmy Kibler, uh, Andrea Barber's character. Okay. So it's, it's a very, it's a similar, just different. And <clears throat> these girls are now raising uh, DJ's kids who are three boys instead of three girls. So it's just kind of a, a big flip de do. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's getting a little rough. I mean, I can't say much because I will be watching the new season of Roseanne when it comes out for pure, like, mm-hmm. nostalgic reasons, but I can't imagine they're going to make more than one There's comeback season. There's a new Don't. season of Roseanne? 
Yeah, so Roseanne's coming back. It's going to be <laughs> it's, it's shot for Netflix, just okay. like Fuller House. There's going to be um, multiple seasons. Uh, you think? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that Ro- they're bringing back some of these shows, you know, because like uh, Will and Grace <clears throat> came back, mm-hmm. and they just got greenlit for another season <clears throat> of that. So Everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming back. <clears throat> they're ignoring the fact that Dan died. They're just going to completely just... Dis- Spoiler uh, alert. If, <laughs> I'm kidding. I was like, this Fuck this music. This show's like 30 years old. Um, they're ignoring the fact that Dan, they're just going to completely So Dan's going to be there? Yes. Yeah, so John Goodman will be, will be back as Dan. Everybody's coming back. So everybody. they got to make a joke about the it somehow. The only thing, the only person who's not coming back is the guy that played Mark, and he's not coming back because he's dead um, in real life. So, it's hard to um, come back from that. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's kind of a rough so, one. So, um, I mean, they could puppeteer him, but whatever. Um, Awkward. So, but yeah, everybody's coming back, and I'll, I'll be watching, you know, that. Wow, interesting. They're they're just they're banking on the the built in fan bases yeah. on all of these. So I, I'm, sure. ass, I'm assuming that you know they'll come out with uh, new episodes of Family Matters at some point and Family <laughs> I hope Ties. So. And, oh God, I hope so. Family, family Matters would be fantastic. I would, yeah, that would be a good one. So um, Fuller House season three on Saturday. I was digging through my Netflix because I wanted to watch a movie and I had the house to myself. Emily went to the football game and I didn't get the football game. Didn't really want to watch the football game. Um, I came across this movie that I've been wanting to see for a long time. Didn't realize it was on Netflix, saw that it was, and I watched it. It's a movie called The Founder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, this movie's good. It's in my queue. <coughs> now, has Michael Keaton had such an incredible resurgence in his career? Yeah, he like just grew up ever and since, he is taking... Ever since like Birdman? Uh-huh. Just I went back and wow. he's been he's been in things like he's done a lot of voice acting for mm-hmm. a couple of things, but he has really blown up since Birdman came out, and this is no different. I feel like he used to do everything that he was offered, and now he's picking and choosing what yeah. he wants to do. Like he's not making he, everything now. He had his he had his fun in the eighties, whatever he did in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, kind of went away for a while, and now he's back, and he's like, "Yeah, I kind of want to pick and choose what I want." Yeah, to do. And, and, he's, and, and he's picking really yeah. good stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. So if you get a chance to watch the founder, oh my god, do it. I think he got nominated for that for the founder. Yeah, he probably yeah did. he got he got early talk on that before it was even released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, great movie, great cast in there. It's got Nick Offerman, uh, Laura Dern is in there. Uh, Linda Cardellini makes a small appearance. Mm. Yeah, um, watching she's for that. She's blonde. <laughs> um, just a just a great cast all around. Great great movie. Um, and then last, just to have on before I go to sleep at night, how I met your mother again. So that is my okay. I talked about this with Patrick the other day. Your how I met my how I met my mother is very much my Californication. Okay, uh, because that is the show that if I if there's nothing on or if I'm flipping through and I can't find anything else <clears> on, <throat> I've probably watched Californication through four or five, three or four or five times. Sure. Um, and if there, yeah, there's, there's just something I cannot find. I'll go back and restart that show. And I'm not even like really a David Coveney fan, but he is fucking awesome in that show. And just the writing in that show yeah. is, <laughs> is really great. If you've not seen that show, yes, it is yeah. full of nudity. It is, but I wouldn't, if they did not have that in the show, I would still watch that show. It's just, uh, it's, up my alley as far as like how his character mm-hmm. and the struggles and the problems he goes through and um it's it's, it's really well written it, it's one of those things that's nice to have as a fallback like i've got 
<clears throat> excuse me, I've got like five or six shows that I keep on constant loop. Like once I'm done with How I Met Your Mother, I'll probably jump over to Parks and Recreation and then to the office and then to Friends and then yeah, Friends Scrubs. Is, Friends is like my that. go go to <clears throat> that really? if there's nothing else on, there's always Friends. Is just throw that on. on and, yeah. and I'll do it when I go to bed because you can't watch a lot of stuff when it's like 10, 11, 12 o'clock unless you're Josh who stays up all hours Not of the night. Not anymore. Or goes to bed early. Yeah. Yeah, but just week, something that I can fall asleep to and when I wake up and I see it's like through into the next episode, I can be like, I know what happened. I'm okay. You know, we should have that as a topic <clears throat> one of these times is things that we always go back to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, mean, I only have two. Mine are Californication and Spartacus on Netflix. Mm, okay. Spartacus is a fucking great watch. Mm-hmm. So. Freaks and Geeks. Oh, that'd be a good yeah. one to put in the rotation. But you have to be careful because Netflix does not have them in the correct order. So you told me. Yeah. Which is interesting. I kind of want to go back and rewatch that in the mm-hmm. correct order. Did I now. send you the correct order? You did. Okay. I'd have to go back and find it, but I'm sure it's on Yeah, the because somewhere. because uh, I watched it when it was originally released, mm-hmm. and I couldn't understand why <clears throat> they didn't up it for another season. And it's because it was on Fox, and Fox, for some reason, loves to get rid of really good shows. Hmm. Now, if we did that as a topic, what do you go back to? Would you do TV shows and movies? I would say TVs Every- and movies. Okay. Everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah because yeah. there's movies that I'll, I'll throw on just mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, I, yeah. I yeah I love watching them. Uh, yeah, there's definitely two or three that I, if there's nothing else on, I'll watch that, even mm-hmm. if it's just playing in the background. That's a good you topic. Know. Yeah. Um, before we move on, uh, you guys are talking about Amazon Prime, and I'm testing it out now. Yeah. So I'm on the trial thing. How do you guys access it? Through your yes, through your phone, <laughs> Roku. What do you I, use? I've got I've got it through my Xbox. Okay, uh, I've got it on my phone, my iPad. <clears throat> we also have. Uh, oh no, we're we're gonna get uh, an Amazon Fire TV. Okay, which will have access to it there too. So, I'm finding it very difficult to find things I want to watch in the UI through Roku. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm flipping through it. I'm going, I don't see the benefits. Right. Yeah. I just have, have it as, uh, there's an app on my Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. So when I get into it, it'll give you, when you first get it, it just like, it'll tell you like included in Amazon prime or you have to pay for this. And, mm-hmm. and that's all um, I'm seeing right now. Yeah. yeah. So once you kind of get through and start like, like there's a spot on there that'll, it'll be like include, like movies included with Amazon Prime and you can scroll down to that and then it'll give you like different genres and mm-hmm. you can go through <coughs> through like that. Once you start watching stuff, it'll start kind of like Netflix suggesting like okay. and then it'll it'll start separating things for yeah. you. Because right now it's like I'm flipping through and I'm not seeing anything that really excites me or anything like that. Yeah. So and I ran into that so same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm think, I find that curious because if they want people to sign up for mm-hmm. it and use it, then they need to make that interface a little bit better because if I'm in there going, what's the big deal? It is a little bit rough. And I I, I said I had, I kind of went through that same thing when I first had it, but (coughs) you can sit there like when I was watching movies at work, I would just sit there and I would just scroll and scroll Mm -hmm. and scroll and I just wouldn't find crap. But eventually you'll start coming across, oh, I kind of want to see that. And as soon as you see that, add it because you don't know if you're ever going to see it again. (laughs) You can put a a queue together also. And and talking about Amazon Prime also reminded me that I did have a third what have you been watching and that is the tick. Oh, oh yeah. And that is on Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you've been watching it? Yeah. No? Okay. And How is the new I enjoy it quite a bit because uh, the original with Patrick Warburton 
centered. That was kind of dry. I wasn't really thrilled with that one. Uh, and it was more centered on the Ticks character. And this one's more centered on, I believe the character's name is Gary. Is that right? I think Gary's his sidekick. Is yeah, yeah. Sidekick, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's more, it's more based on him and what happens to him and how the Tick influences his life. It's really interesting take on it. <laughs> and the guy who plays the Tick and... Can't remember his name. He's in Shaun of the Dead. He was the uptight roommate. Oh, yeah. God damn it. He's an English actor. Yeah. Mm. But he, he does an excellent job. Uh, it's not Nick Frost, thing. is it? No. Okay. No. no. Uptight roommate. The uptight the roommate was the tall guy who dies in the shower or whatever. Oh, I don't remember that one. I'd, I've seen it. I don't remember that part, though. Yeah, I can't remember the actor. But I would, I would, suggest, I would suggest that because it's actually pretty... Pretty good and pretty funny. And the guy who plays the ultimate evil guy is, uh, oh, hell. <laughs> uh, he played Freddy in one of the last ones. He was in Bad News Bears. He was in... Not Dylan Moran, is it? What? Is it Dylan Moran? I don't what know. It's, it's, a, it's a three-name name. Oh, okay. Hmm. I can't help you. Oh, uh, God. I'm going to have to look it up now. While everybody's he, looking he, things yeah. up. He played Freddy. He was the short guy who played Freddy. In what? Uh, Freddy. In the new Nightmare movies? Or? In, in one of the Nightmare movies. I can't oh, remember. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, Thank Earl you. Haley. Okay, yeah. Okay. I was like. <laughs> Specify. Yeah, he, I stopped, I stopped listening. Know, Freddy does not tell me anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, he plays like the ultimate evil guy there, and they've got so much makeup on him, I didn't even recognize that's who it was until oh, really? I looked it up on IMDb. Poor Jack Earl Haley. So. And the bad rap he got for playing Freddy yeah. and so well movie. let's go ahead and move on we, we, yeah we had like 30 minutes of what have we been watching sorry no that's cool um let's uh real quick topic we can blow through this really fast yeah. so, okay uh how so we're about to go on this journey of 31 days of horror in october oh. again um was that a sigh? Like, oh, shit, I don't want to do it. No, it's just, a, I'm just I'm <laughs> trying to get, to, I just want to get through this month. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. It's, it's okay to lose. It's okay to lose. No, I'm too competitive. <laughs> I've got to be the first one to get done every time. That means we got to watch like four or five movies a just, day just, just to get ahead of Patrick. Just, right? Just ask my wife. Um, <laughs> oh, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> So Patrick made a minute man joke. I just want to talk about really quick how you guys plan on consuming horror in October. How do you plan on getting through your 31 days? Do you have a plan? What do you guys, uh, you know, how are you guys going to jump into October? Um, I'm not going to do what I did last year, which was end up watching just a bunch of shit because that's all that was available on on Netflix Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. So between Hulu, Netflix, and now Amazon Prime, hopefully I've got enough to cover it. Uh, But my plan of attack this this time is uh, there was enough movies in 2016 that I did not see that I think I've got 31 days covered. Okay. Uh, Not quite. Because I'm also throwing in all the Texas Chainsaw stuff that you gave me. Yes. So that's going to take, a you know, five of my days or whatever. That and is, is there anything, like, in October you have to watch? Like, I have to watch. It's Halloween season. <clears throat> I have to watch this movie. Nothing? No. Nope. Zero? Nope. Okay. Greg? I am kind of going to go about it the same way as I did last year. Um, hopefully, like Patrick said, watching 
better movies because I was digging bottom of the barrel on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, there are there are a handful of movies that I absolutely have to watch um, in the Halloween season. Halloween is one of them. I'm going to mm-hmm. save it for Halloween or around that day. Yeah. Um, I've got, uh, there's a few that I did not get to watch. Uh, like if I can find, I'm sure one of you two has the conjurings and the, yeah, I got them mm-hmm. both. Yeah, uh, I'd love to check those out. You've the, never, you've never seen those movies. Nope. Oh, wow. Nope. It's going to be rough. Why? Because I just know how you, I know how we've talked about how you were during the paranormal activity movies. Okay. And stuff like that. And let's, let's come back to that. Is, okay. Are we back to it? Are we coming back to it right now? Like, you do you want to talk? About, okay. <laughs> the problem that I had with the paranormal activities. Okay. <clears throat> Side note. We'll make it quick. Side note. The paranormal activity movies. Are you talking how how I was when I watched the first one, or how I was when I watched all the ones past that? All I the would I would say The Conjuring is no 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 no. Answer my question. How you were during the first one? Okay. I can I can fix that. I can I can answer this. <laughs> I can fix I can that. Fix it. I can fix that. I didn't hug a pillow for an hour and a half, I swear. The old- <laughs> yes, I'm kind of a pansy when it comes to certain uh. horror movies. The reason I was like that was because I thought that paranormal activity was based on a true story. Okay. That was why I was kind of creeped out by it. I have now mm-hmm. come to my senses and the realization that that is nowhere near mm-hmm. a real story. Yeah. In fact, it kind of digressed into a shit show. Okay. Did you guys ever see the paranormal fifth ghost dimension? No, but I know it's on uh, Amazon Prime. I will, however, say that three was very effective for me. The first was one. Was that the 1980s one? Where they went back to when the yes. girls were young? That one was creepier probably than the second <clears throat> one was. First one is still probably the best. The fifth one where you actually get to see the paranormal activity right. going on. Yeah. I wanted to sit on a piece of broken glass terrible yeah that uh, yeah they destroyed that series and it could have been so good Um, but anyway i found the first one boring but you did yeah now will it change your mentality to know that the conjuring movies are based off of actual stories it might freak me out a little bit okay but i'm not trying to talk you out of these by the way they're just they're really great movies um i just if you're gonna film it if, I mean, if you're going to watch it, would you please do me a favor and Facebook Live you watching it so I can watch you on Facebook Live watching it? Oh, that would be awesome. Because I will laugh for a fucking hour and a half, I guarantee you, if I'm watching you watch that movie. Fine. I plan on, okay. like, there's a definite it's, shit your pants. <laughs> not, it can't, be, not, not it can't be any worse than, what was that movie that we watched with the uh, the couple that went on their honeymoon? Honeymoon. <laughs> It's not even close. No, I know, but there was that moment <laughs> in that movie where I sent you a picture of my face of what in the fuck just happened. No, it's not. It's it's an hour and a half of what just happened. Okay, and that's fine. I, so, that's that makes a good <clears throat> horror movie, though. Yeah. You know, I don't want to sit there and be like, I am so freaking bored. I showed The Conjuring to Elizabeth, and she got through the first ten minutes. Okay, had to shut it off. Really? So yeah, she couldn't do it. She's fucking terrified. Interesting. Terrified. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'll be really curious to hear your thoughts on those movies. <clears throat> okay. So that that one's on the list. Um, let's see. The Annabelle is part of that series, isn't it? Annabelle is a, a spinoff. It's, yeah. Okay. There's another one. 
the purge series is another one that I want to check it is out. Fantastic. Okay. That's another one that I want to check out. Okay. There's also a movie that just dropped. I think pretty recently was a sequel to a movie that I watched last year that I can't seem to get over. <laughs> and that was the houses that October built. And maybe this is a good time for Patrick and I to have a quick, a quick conversation. Patrick, what did you enjoy about that movie? Because I can't figure out why I like that movie so much. The first one, uh, Unless you've seen the second one. I haven't seen the second one. Okay. I, know that they're, I know that they were making one. I don't it's, know if it's, it's out. It's dropped on it's VOD. Yeah. It's out. Oh, it is on VOD. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere. The, what I liked about the first one was creepy clowns. Okay. I, there's something about clowns that I find very, very effective in <clears throat> horror movies. I can buy that. And, <laughs> and very few times do I find it used well and i thought they used it well in this case um and i also dig found footage movies okay that's fair um i've seen some really horrible horrible found footage movies Mm -hmm. but i thought this one was pretty well done okay um i know that a lot of people thought it was boring whatever whatever but i for me it was effective and that's I, I need to go back and I, I want to rewatch it again, maybe a little bit closer, because the thing that turned me off most from, from it was the found footage aspect and the, the camera work that they did, mm-hmm. because it was got it was nauseating after a while. Some of that stuff. But watching it almost not as a fiction movie, but more as the documentary that they're trying to make it to be kind of gives it a little bit more of a scary level. Right. Where this shit could actually be going on. And that is a little bit terrifying. Yeah. So I guess that was another aspect that I liked about it was that I, there are places like that out there mm-hmm. that the, these uh, haunted houses where there's no regulations right. on them and stuff like that. And the, they do exist, mm-hmm. you know, so it was based in reality in that sense. So, yeah. And that just that freaks me the fuck out. So. Um, those two are on my list. And then another one that I haven't seen in a while is Trick or Treat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what platform that's on right now. I don't think it's on a platform. Do you, do you just have it? Nope. I'm hoping somebody does that I could borrow. Uh, I think my, cool. my old roommate has it. <clears throat> yeah. So, is that the one with the, the little, little kid and the pumpkin head? Yeah, 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 pumpkin yeah. head. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, kind of a mix of, of both. I want There's some new stuff that I want to see. There's some old stuff that I have to watch. And then there's going to be those days where you just – you want to throw something on just to see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, then whatever. So, yeah, I cool. think I think the only one that <coughs> might seep in there that I've already seen is probably The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's Rachel said. Yeah, we so. we both love that. Yeah, cool. Well, I was gonna do a week of uh, I was gonna do subgenres, and I was gonna do a week straight of subgenres. So I was gonna do like. I'm going to do a week of slashers and a week of, like, creature features, and I'm going to do a week of, like, favorites that I've already seen. Now I don't think I'm going to... Go ahead, Greg. No, that's three. Oh, now I don't I don't <laughs> know if I'm going to do it that way now because I want to watch a lot of stuff that I haven't seen before. I'm going to struggle watching a lot of stuff I haven't seen before because a lot of the stuff I have not seen I've avoided because they look like garbage right um i know there's some uh a handful of new movies i've never seen uh that'll be dropping vod 
in October. Mm-hmm. I know Cold of Chucky is going to drop. Uh, that'll drop October third on Netflix. There's a movie called Raw that's going to drop on Netflix on uh, October fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Leatherface is coming out in October. Saw's coming out in October. So October will be uh, a great month for new stuff to be dropping that I have no excuse not to go watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I plan on seeing uh, those at least. Um, I did get to see the first 20 minutes of Leatherface the other day. Somebody dropped it on Netflix, and you could just click the link and watch the whole movie. Um, but I was watching it on my phone, and it was driving me crazy, so I stopped watching it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to do a, a good mix of movies that I've never seen before, but try to be kind of picky on it. Mm-hmm. And there's just movies I have to watch during October, and then I have my 31st day picked. So Halloween. No. Really? No, I'm going to be watching Tusk on October 31st. That'll be my 31. Okay. Should watch 31 on how 31st. I, <laughs> I, no, it'll be uh, my, my 31 will be Tusk. So... That's fair. I love it. It's and it's also kind of based on what they play on uh, AMC because they'll do. I don't have cable, so they do their Fear Fest. Yeah, on like the last two weeks of Halloween, so it's kind of depends on what pops up on there. But usually, it's the same stuff over and over and over again. And And it's painful to watch those because you have like three minutes of movie, seven minutes of commercials, commercials. and the movie's like, no pun intended, hacked and slashed to pieces, and you don't get to see any of the good stuff, so it's like, that's a winner. Um, Yeah, but that's, uh, I guess that's how we plan on consuming our uh, horror in October. And we can only assume that Tom will watch probably five or six movies. Yeah. Do we want to make bets? Oh, we should probably do that, just kind of do a whoever's closest to how many movies he watches. All right, Tom, don't listen to this. Stop listening (laughs) right now. Yeah, Tom, if you're listening, shut it off because... uh, Or we could do it off the mic. We'll do it off mic. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do it off mic. I don't want to give him any fire. Uh, Um, I like Patrick the best. I'm going to watch his amount of movies. (laughs) Yeah, so if we've wrapped that up... We love you, Tom. uh, Greg, do you want to bring us in on our uh, movie watch of the week? If you're looking... Oh, movie of the week, sorry. (laughs) Jesus. Wow. I was tabbed to pick our movie of the week. Week, week. You're not doing it in the right voice, Greg. Start I, over. My throat has been bugging me, so Don LaFontaine, uh, I think, is going to take an evening off. Is that because of good dick? All right. Go ahead. Bring us in, Greg. You're a good dick. I know. I've heard. <clears throat> we, uh, we watched the movie that dropped on Netflix called Little Evil, starring Adam Scott, Evangeline Lilly, and the kid whose name I don't quite know. Um, Patrick, why don't you give us a synopsis? I will give us a synopsis. In a Don LaFontaine voice. No, I can't, I can't do that. All right. I don't. I can't do the low voice thing. It's really weird. Uh, Gary, who has just married Samantha, the woman of his dreams, discovers that her six-year-old son may be the Antichrist. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, it has received 57 on IMDb, that's out of 10. And then over on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a score of 83% from the critics on the tomato meter, but the audience score is a lowly 43%. That's low. I, that's, I feel that's very low for yeah. this movie. I'm still picking winners, apparently. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. critics like it, and I yeah. guess, are, does that mean we're critics at this point? I don't, I mean, I don't we, trust we critics. We review movies. That, that's a low score. That's a low audience score, I think. Yeah. 
Is it? Do you think it's because a lot, not a lot of people have watched it? Well, I don't know. It's five hundred and sixty ratings. Yeah, and that's to I me mean, that's not a lot. Yeah, considering the medium that it's on, that's right. kind of low. Netflix so. reaches a lot of people, and and it was highlighted as one of their new features. Films. Yeah. yeah. Is that a Netflix original? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just jump <laughs> in here. Um, yeah, go, Greg. I. Why I actually, did you, Why did you pick it? Because it was the only one I could think of off the top of my head without looking at other movies. Good call. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoy Adam Scott. Okay. <clears throat> I think he's a, he's a good actor. And kind of segueing from that, or Greg weighing, <clears throat> if you will, <clears throat> um, he, plays a, he plays the nice guy really well. Mm-hmm. Um, just in some of his work, uh, especially in like Parks and Recreation and the... Uh, uh, Krampus movie that he was in. Yeah. Last year. <laughs> Sorry. Side note, writing that one down. Krampus. Krampus. Yep, that's on the list. Um I just I think he he plays a, a nice guy really well and he's he's no different in this movie. He's the stepdad to Evangeline Lilly's character <clears throat> and he's stepping in as this dad to the kid Lucas who is I think pretty creepy. Um they they I mean they took a complete page out of the omen oh yeah so. i've that's, got this all yeah. written down yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's kind of what i was leaning towards too was this is basically like the comedic omen yeah essentially or the the sequel the com the comedic sequel to rosemary's baby yeah, i think it's closer to the it's definitely the, it's omen. the omen it's the yeah. kid is directly from the omen fair yeah. enough fair but enough. and also he's challenged to kill his own kid <clears throat> blah blah blah, yeah. blah blah so yeah um i i was fairly impressed by the movie it didn't really capture my attention fully um i feel like it, there was a lot less horror than there was comedy which i was kind of bummed about i was looking for a little bit more of a horror aspect to it with more comedic riffs in there um but i guess given the uh um the casting of adam scott and i don't know who played his buddy the he she whatever his name al was. al <laughs> Al was freaking funny. Yeah, she, she was. She was probably one of the better parts to this. All uh, the best. Lines. I have. I've never seen her in anything else. And oh my god, she had the best lines and delivery was yeah. spot on. Right out, right. like Just right out of the amazing. gate. Her stuff in the office when she comes. Yeah, yeah that's she was, that uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Right, right. Awesome. She was. Yeah, she was probably one of the better parts of this movie. Um, and just knowing, like, uh, Josh and I talked about this beforehand, who the director was and the stuff that he's yeah. done before this. He's done uh, Dale and Tucker, Tucker mm-hmm. versus Evil, which, which is movie. Oh, yeah. hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, he I, did I, Zombieland also. He did do Zombieland. Yeah. You're correct. Uh, I feel like this is not one of his better ones, but it was decent. So mm-hmm. somebody else go. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely <laughs> put if It's definitely on the bottom rung of Tucker and Dale and Zombieland. It's definitely like like third in line, super spoofy, um, super spoofy movie. Uh, Is that a cross between spooky and goofy? No, it's just spoofy. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I agree with Greg. Wait, like I didn't really see the horror in this movie other than the fact that it ripped from quite a few movies. It mm-hmm. ripped from, we already talked about The Omen, The Poltergeist with the TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yep, yep, um, yep. The Shining with the Twins. Yep. And it even ripped a page from Step Brothers with the. There's a building in the background when they're going to talk to. Okay, we are, we all pause right. because there's That's this weird knocking yeah. we're, noise. We're being, um, we're being haunted and right now. It's it's just the washing machine off balance. So oh. when uh, 
uh, Adam Scott and uh, Al go to visit the. It ends up being this the little person. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Gozer, there's whatever a his name is. Building, <laughs> there's a building in the background that's labeled the Galco building. Uh-huh. Galco is from Step Brothers. When they're talking about the the wolf lamp, he's like, "This one's Galco," and uh, so I, I even took a page out of took a page out of Step Brothers a little bit. Um, so do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I've, I've seen Step Brothers. I don't remember they're, the wolf it's, lamp. It's they're talking about a lamp, and it's got two uh, like wolves on it okay statues of like oh like wolves it's like a mother and like a pup mm-hmm. and he's like the pup's name is galco or something like that and so i saw that and i actually laughed like i was laughing out loud because i saw that and i was like this is a straight page from all right step brothers um and that might be a little bit of a stretch but i'm putting it in there anyway <laughs> um right out of the gate i liked the 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 uh the book ending a little bit too because at the beginning of the movie there you see him being buried and mm-hmm. you don't know it's him i didn't even until we got back to that part i didn't yeah. even know it was him in the coffin um so I like how they brought that back around uh-huh. and then it was like a whole another movie after like he's dug up it was about that point that it really started to kind of capture my interest you know everything was just kind of like oh ha ha oh kind of scary oh ha kind of scary yeah. and then it gets to that uh, right after the the burial scene there, where it's like, okay, now this is I'm starting to get into this. Yeah, so like it was a whole it was like a whole different movie after he's dug up, because that's where they start to develop the father son relationship is like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, although it was a very small part of the movie, um, I liked. Uh, God damn it! What's her name? She plays the lady that is the. Uh, uh, person that comes from the, the to visit their house to make sure everything is safe I can't oh think. the the child protective services yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wendy um, wasn't it i can't think or her the uh the i actor, don't know the actress's, the actress's name. name and so she's like super well known oh sally field sally field plays oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 um uh even though it was a really that. small bit in there i really dug her the guy that plays the um the that ends up being the guy that kidnaps his son back and tries to do the worship, the devil worshiping thing. Um, he's from like Pet Cemetery too. Mm-hmm. He plays all these really weird characters, but I always like whenever he pops in something, I always enjoy like watching his stuff because he's such a weird dude and he's got a weird look. Um, I liked the movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. I don't really like comedy horror. Mm-hmm. Tucker and Dale versus Evil was like probably like the top of my list when it comes to that stuff but i really love zombie land also um i liked this one a lot more than i thought i was going to you said comedy horror and i was like uh <laughs> pick something else please but i i uh although i watched i watched it last minute i really dug the movie what i liked about it is the ability to spoof the horror genre without it just being a bunch of dick and fart jokes like yeah. the Wayans have done mm-hmm. with yeah, all yeah, of their yeah, yeah. The scary, scary movie, movie garbage yeah. 25 whatever mm-hmm. that those I don't even chuckle at those those are just I and this one I actually I really enjoyed uh the humor in it uh really enjoyed the fact that Evangeline Lilly was in it uh, <laughs> I loved her in Lost Okay, she that's was, what Elizabeth okay. said she was from, yeah, which I've never was, seen. Yeah, she was amazing in that. And she also played an elf in uh, the Hobbit series. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was she was the love interest for the dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, and then Adam Scott, I just think is incredibly talented actor. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. It'd be interesting to see him do, and and he probably has, and I just probably haven't seen it, but a drama. I'd like to see. Yeah, it'd, it'd be stretching. Because to me, comedy's hard. There, there but, is a movie, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. Uh, it's got him, Taylor Schilling, and I can't remember who the other two are. Um, there are a couple who meets this new couple, and they uh, end up spending the night together. And it's it's kind of a comedy drama. Okay. Um, it's pretty decent. All right. It's weird. I'll have to look it up. <clears throat> um, but overall, I enjoyed it. I think I, I saw it and recommended it to you guys a while yeah, ago. You did. Yeah, I, you did. That I said yeah. it dropped on Netflix and and uh, that I had the chance to watch it. And um, Yeah, I'm never really disappointed with Adam Scott. So. Yeah, you have to know with uh, when you saw Adam Scott's name on there that the, the comedy in this was going to be super dark anyway mm-hmm. because like if you watch him in like even Step Brothers which is like my reference because I don't know really a lot of Adam Scott stuff but like his comedy in that was all really dark and like just kind of like um, I don't know another another word other than just it's just super like dark humor yeah, kind of mm-hmm. just yeah because it was a dysfunctional family yeah, type yeah. thing yeah um, so yeah uh, anything else no out of, would you, uh, would you, uh, out of 10, I'd probably give it a six or seven. Yeah, that's fair. Six, five. Yeah. Okay. Would you recommend yeah. it to someone? I would. I would say at least watch it one time. Oh, one time. Yeah. Okay. One time. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Definitely. So, yeah. All right. And I think we're tasking Greg for the next one too, right? We are. I was actually just kind of poking through All Netflix right. to see we'll what I could find. That one off air then I hate that they don't do the star ratings anymore. On Netflix. Oh, yeah. It makes it much it's just more difficult. Liked it or that not makes liked you, it. it forces you to make a judgment call. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at this one right now Open called it. Abattoir. The cover looks pretty cool. Okay. But I've, it, I've been burned by judging a book and its cover. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I'm going to take the next pick because I'm going to force you all to watch a movie that I've talked about a million times. So after you after this pick, I'm gonna take the next one. Well, do you want this one? No. Okay. You 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 got two weeks in a row. So I'm gonna. I have the and next one after that. I have the next one picked. L- let me do a little bit more research. I'd say do some research find. on that because it, it may be a stinker. It probably is, knowing my track record. Yeah. Stinkers are fun. We we seem to pick a lot of stinkers though. Well, I have one that is <laughs> guaranteed not a stinker. So. Um, Are we going to watch Last Shift again? Because that would be awesome. No, uh, I will tell no, you right now. Um, my pick movie. is going to be Train to Busan. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, haven't, I, seen, that I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So uh, Make it a part of your 31 days. It's All right. so good. And I think that was 2016 also. Yeah. So make it a part of your 2016 because yeah. it was. It is on my list for 2016. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Uh, plugs. Um, plugs. Uh, we've got uh, Prairie Lights Film Festival, October 20th through the 22nd. Yeah. Uh, Grand Island, Nebraska at the Grand Theater. Uh, Midnight Fright Films has a short film, Ghost Hunter, playing there. And Crooked Codpiece Company has got the contest. In association there. with Dream Awake. In association with Dream Awake. Uh-huh. Um, 
And, and that's, that's that's all whether or not I live through this upcoming week. So yeah. uh, don't die, Patrick. I, yeah, I, I won't die. I'll Un- just <laughs> channel a, your inner Betty White. I'll just have a stroke or something. <laughs> no, no strokes. Um, <laughs> so uh, so there's that. And also Tom's not here, uh, but he has a show opening next weekend uh, called The Odd Couple at the Haymarket Theater. So if you're Lincoln uh, bound folks are in the area of Lincoln, um, go see that show. Yeah. Uh, down at the Haymarket. We're going for sure. That's Excellent. it. Um, check us out on. Sorry, Greg, I stole your uh, your spot. You want to go? If you're looking for some high quality movie reviews, jump on over to gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Hey, Don LaFontaine was in there. How about there that? There it is. <clears throat> I try to post as many movie reviews as I can. I just recently posted two, one. Just one. I posted the review on The Founder. If you're looking to check this movie out before watching it, which do whatever you want. If you want to watch it, it's a great movie. Um, check out the review. See what I had to think or see what I had to say about it. Uh, <coughs> drop a comment or two. Um, just don't be nasty. That's all I ask. So, again, that is gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. <laughs> Otherwise, check us out at midnightfrightfilms.com. Check us out on Facebook at Midnight Fright Films, the Midnight Frightcast. You can find our stuff on the YouTube, and you can find us on Instagram as well. Kind of, sort of, we're there. Uh, we exist on multiple platforms. Um, yeah, yeah. So, anything else, guys? Negative. Okay, for the Midnight Frightcast. I'm Josh. It's great, and Patrick. 